Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Right now, we're going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to get our blues updates with Jeremy Rutherford. You can find his work over at The Athletic. You should do that. He's going to have some uh, a great piece later on, either today or later this week, on with some updates on the blues free agents. JR, we appreciate the time, as always, my man. How you doing today? Doing well. Just hoping that Tanner and his grandma had a great vacation. It's not just his grandma, Jerry. It was his grandpa. I think it was his mom, his dad. Like, I think it was just mom uh, and dad. No, I thought it was his grandma. Oh, no, his grandma <laughs> told him so. to enjoy these moments because he'll never forget them. Yeah, <laughs> she did. And he's she is right. We like to picture Tanner with his mom and dad, Jr. driving through Texas in a station wagon. <laughs> the old one in the back seat. He's in the back seat saying, are we almost there yet? <laughs> yeah, I have to Looking pee. the other direction. Can we He's get a happy meal from seating. McDonald's? Um, <laughs> JR, let's talk a little bit about these blues and what they've got going on this offseason. Uh, you, you mentioned to me last night, you're going to have a piece later on about with some updates on their current free agents. What can you tell us? What can you glean for us about their free agents and the latest with them? Yeah, not out yet, but it'll be up uh, at some point this week at The Athletic. Just touching on you know, what I'm hearing about the uh, unrestricted free agents with the Blues. And there's just a few of them, but a couple big ones when we talk about David Perron, Nick Letty, Billy Huso. You also can't forget about uh, Tyler Bozak in, the, in that mix. Uh, you know, who knows what's uh, going to happen with his future. Uh, but I think the one thing that I've gleaned in making some phone calls is you know, something that we probably already knew, but it's going to be really tough to keep all these guys. And I think that's the case from off-season to off-season. But when you look at the names here, David Perron, uh, you know, it seems like he's going to go down in, in St. Louis history as one of the, the biggest fan favorites. And I still think there's a really good chance of, of him coming back. But, you know, where's the Blues offer at? Is it enough? You know, you're only talking about a few weeks left before the start of uh, free agency. You know, is this uh, negotiating in terms of the back and forth with the offers uh, does it eventually get to a point where it makes sense for uh, both sides and David Perron included and they get a deal done? I think it will, but you got to go through the negotiations. And, and then uh, with uh, Nick Letty, look, he, he was a good fit here. I think that uh, he liked his time with the Blues, feels like there's a spot, but he's 31 years old. And if he goes to the market, could probably get four, five, five million dollars on about a four or five year deal. Can he get that in St. Louis if that's not? the case, then he could be looking at the market. And then finally, I think a lot of people expect Billy Husso to move on. You know, the one thing that you hold out hope for if you're a Blues fan is, does he think that he could, uh, you know, play well in the Blues system where he did last year, be that 1A, 1B with Jordan Bennington, or does he think he has a better opportunity elsewhere? And I think what's going to come down to is money. Billy Husso is 27 years old. We can't forget that. 
and this is going to be his chance to strike. Not only did he have a great season, guys, but uh, the goalie market lends itself for a guy like Billy Huso to step out there. And so I think he honestly could get $4 million plus, maybe, maybe, maybe a long shot here, but as much as $5 million, he's not going to get that in St. Louis. So, you know, the writing appears to be on the wall unless Doug Armstrong were to able, be able to uh, make some other moves to, to make something feasible. So, JR, I want to go back to David Perron because it really does feel like this entire offseason, all roads go back to DP57. Whether he signs or he doesn't sign, that's going to really direct and dictate what Doug Armstrong does. Uh, does it seem like in the rumblings you're hearing that Perron is trying to break the bank? Or do you feel like that there's a, p- a potential for a, a team-friendly deal? No, I think so. I think all along, David Perron, you know, wants to be back here, expected to be back here at the exit interviews with uh, with the players and uh, Doug Armstrong, Craig Bruby. You know, we heard from both sides that there's mutual interest to bring David Perron back. But at what cost? You're talking about $10 million left in project, projected uh, calorie, salary cap space. And David Perron had the type of season, and actually, if you look at it, the last couple of years, you know, being a point-per-game player last year for the Blues, he could command five, five and a half, six million dollars, even at age 34. Now, I'm not talking about a four or five year deal, but at least for the next couple years, he could get that type of money. Do the Blues, and, and we've seen this with Doug Armstrong in the past, he realizes these players fall off a cliff at a certain point uh, when they get to a certain age. You know, that's why he didn't bring back a player like David Backus, even though he was a physical guy much different than David Perron. You know, over history, we've seen that that's how Doug Armstrong views aging players. And and so if, if you're him and you want to bring David Perron back, do you do a two-year deal? Do you do a three-year deal? Are you talking, you know, 4 or $5 million a year? I don't think the Blues are, are looking at giving David Perron that much. Uh, so I think the, the offer is probably lower than that. Other, otherwise, we'd see a deal done by this point. So, again, I go back to this is still negotiations. You can't necessarily say early in the negotiations with just a few weeks left, uh, but it's just part of the process, I believe. You don't think the Blues are at four or five million dollars right now? You know, I think uh, you know you could start to get into that neighborhood. Um, you have to be. I mean, if you have interest in bringing David Prom back, you got to be in that four million neighborhood. Like I've speculated that David Prom, if he signed, let's say a three-year deal, if you go an extra year on the term, perhaps you could get him in that three, five, four million dollar range. Uh, but it you know remains to be seen to if the Blues are in that neighborhood. I think they probably want to do two years, and that's why. Uh, you know, I don't see the AAV going down because I don't know that they're considering three years at this point. We're talking to Jeremy Rutherford, Blues Insider for The Athletic here on 101 ESPN. JR, the big news yesterday for the Blues was uh, in relation to, what is it, the, the WHL? Yeah, Western the Hockey League. That uh, Jake Neighbors is in. The Edmonton Oil Kings won their league last night. They won their trophy. Now they're going to be playing for the Memorial Trophy in Canada to try to be the best junior team up there. I wanted to ask you about Neighbors and what the Blues are expecting out of him next year do they think that coming into the season he's going to be competing for a top nine forward slot on this team i think competing is the key word there and and let's back up for one second what a great decision by the blues look i was uh, many who got caught up in jake neighbors and how well he played in training camp and felt like you know for a young player the best i had seen in a blues training camp a young draft pick since david perron you know, I thought he really, really had a chance to make the team. You know, it was a year where there was going to be a lot of COVID. The Blues had some forward depth. Uh, they felt that neighbors hadn't played a lot of games because of uh, COVID the past couple of years in junior hockey. He did have another year of junior eligibility left, so they sent him back to the Oil Kings. And what does he do? He's getting, he gets named captain. 
uh, and they win the WHL championship last night. Not only that, but I think he had 17 points in 19 games. He had a big part in that. He's never going to be able to forget that experience. It definitely built him up, and he's going to be a much better player coming into Blues training camp next year than he would have if he stayed in the NHL last year. You know, it's obviously apples and oranges with the leagues, but you're talking about that experience that he was the go-to guy for them. And, And so going back to your question, you know, I think he's going to be able to compete for a spot. You know, I believe he's out of junior eligibility. So, you know, now you're talking about the American Hockey League if, he, if he's not up to snuff. Um, you know, I don't think, even though he played well on the fourth line, that you're talking about penciling him into a fourth line spot. So, you know, he's going to have to make that top nine, I think, if, if they're going to keep him on the roster and, and have him in the lineup on a normal basis. Speaking of that fourth line, JR, you know, we've talked a couple of weeks ago just about the identity of that fourth line and if that's going to be an area of emphasis by Doug Armstrong this offseason. Because of the way that the Springfield Thunderbirds have been performing, and I think they're playing in a Game 7 either tonight or tomorrow night in the, um, the, the conference finals in their AHL tournament, Guys like Will Bitten, who have performed, and Dakota Joshua, Mackenzie McEachern, is it more of a real possibility that they just view depth for this team and not look for, through free agency to upgrade the fourth line? Yeah, you know, I think that's going to be you know uh, something that the Blues are focused on this offseason. And if I had to answer the question for them, I think you probably have to look outside the organization, and that's to take nothing away from Dakota Joshua and, and a couple of those names that you mentioned. But they've been in the organization for a couple of years, and when they do come up, you know, I think that they you have you see glimpses, and, and they put them in for a few games, and they look fine. But then when it comes crunch time, like we saw in the playoffs, you know, there's no Dakota Joshua, McKenzie McEachern. So I really do think the Blues probably need a veteran presence on that fourth line because you're likely going to have Alexei Torpchenko on that line. Um, you know, Tyler Bozak. You know, if I would have to guess at this, wouldn't be back. Um, so when you look at that fourth line, is Logan Brown on there? Does he crack the top nine, or is he on that fourth line? He's on a one-way contract next year. Uh, I think the Blues are going to have to go out and find some sort of veteran leadership, a guy who's uh, just been through the rigors to, to come in via free agency or a trade to jump on that spot. And then uh, I think those names that you mentioned are continue to be depth guys. Last thing that I've got for Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic. Follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford and be sure to follow all of his great work this offseason over on The Athletic. Be sure to subscribe. It is well worth uh, the price of admission. Jer, how does this team view Ivan Barbashev in your mind going into the offseason? Yeah, it's going to be a tricky one. It really is uh, because, gosh, you know, I gave him uh, this year with the report card, I gave uh, regular season grades and uh, playoff grades. And I believe I gave Barbashev A plus for the regular season. You know, just incredible with his offensive outbursts this year. And, uh, you know, he, he he was the same type of player physically, I think, too. But in the playoffs, just disappeared. We don't know the reason. Haven't had a chance to talk to him. And I think I gave him a D or D minus for the playoffs. Uh, he's got one year left on that deal, two point something on the AAV, and then he's going to be due again. So here's the thing. If you see him down the road as a fourth-line player, you know, continues to be a fourth-line player, player, you know, he's going to get, decent money I think coming off that year that he had last year so let's say he plays this year out with the Blues you know he's probably going to get more than than what he's making right now and if if you're the Blues are you willing to pay him more than that so you know do you overlook the playoffs bring him back next year pencil him into your top nine and he makes everybody forget about that disappointing playoff experience perhaps but if Doug Armstrong's looking into the future like he always is then maybe look at the Barbashev situation and you figure that maybe this offseason is the time to move him while his stock is pretty high, you know, because other teams probably would overlook that playoff. 
And then you're not talking about uh, giving him a raise next year if you see him as a fourth liner. So there's a few things, to, you know, a few different ways to look at that Barbashev situation. I still like him. I like the player. You know, I think he could come back and be really good for you next year like he was last year. But you have to consider him going into that final year of the contract. What's going to happen after next year? Jeremy Rutherford confirms exclusively on 101 ESPN that the Blues will be trading him for Jesse Pujarvi. Appreciate you doing that, JR. JR, you know know how I'm obsessed with Jamie Alexiak from the Seattle Kraken? My new obsession. I've never heard you mention it. (laughs) Well, guess what? My new obsession now is Jesse Pujarvi from Edmonton. (laughs) There you go. He had a good year. And yeah, you know, he was a high pick, obviously. And. Looked like you fell by the wayside, but bounced back. No, that'd be a good player to player to have. All right, there you go. So it is exclusive reporting from JR. <laughs> I appreciate that, BK. Uh, he didn't say that. Just yeah, stop in case putting anybody, words in his mouth so nobody does that. just tuning in. That did not happen. Because the last time that happened, they put it on social media that I said Colton Pareko was the best defenseman <laughs> in the National Hockey League. And, you know, then I heard it for three weeks. JR, appreciate the time as always, man. We'll talk with you again soon. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.